Dispatches, a production of Blurb Inc., is an in-depth look at those living artistic lives. Each episode will feature photographs and audio interviews with narrative pioneers who have taken creativity and publishing in their own hands. From artists to authors, photographers to philosophers, Dispatches will reveal the faces and foundations of those who lead the creative way. So uh, we are with Clay Lipsky today, who is a Los Angeles-based photographer. And uh, Clay, when you when someone asks you what kind of photographer you are, how do you answer? Um, I usually say um for a couple of minutes, and um, I kind of tell them my story, which is actually that I'm a at heart a graphic designer, art director, and so every project I do is different. Um, but most of my work these days is somewhat conceptual, but even though all my projects look different, they all kind of deal with the same themes of man versus world, And um, but I'm constantly exploring and evolving. So, so just, to, this, that. <laughs> just to preface this interview, uh, because you are in L.A., we just joked about this a second ago, but you are in the car, which we thought very fitting, and I was happy because I knew that you'd be distracted driving, and uh, you said, look, this is totally L.A. I mean, this is the way it should be, so uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, if I have to go real quick or something, but uh, it's fine. But yeah, no, actually, this is the only time I think people in L.A. talk on the phone is when you're, when you're in your car, so it's kind of perfect. It's, Luckily, luckily, we're in our cars all the time because of the traffic, so it works out pretty well. So let's um, just to, to get back to something. So you, you've got an interesting arrangement of, of working and then also working on a lot of personal projects, and you, you, put out, you put out as much work as any photographer that I really know. You're constantly working on, on self, sort of self-starter project and personal projects. How do, where do these ideas come from? Um, you know, I mean, it's kind of just from, from shooting from, I mean, I, I mean, I didn't study photography in school, so, um, I, I feel like I'm almost playing catch up. I, you know, I, I've stumbled into it and it feels very natural and very exciting for me. Um, but, you know, since I didn't study it in school, I'm, you know, you're learning the ins and outs of Polaroids or medium format films. So my gear lust inherently causes me to be on an exploratory mission of cameras and styles and film looks. Because um, I try to do everything for real, not really trying to make any faux looks uh, as of yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm constantly exploring with the equipment, and then I'll you know, stumble into like a rabbit hole and then, you know, be lost on a project that trying to make a body of work out of it. Um, I think I shot just loose and wild for a while, and I still try to do that, but I think in the fine art world, you know, you really want to have concerted effort on projects that are really thought out, and so it's been good for me, but also been crippling, so I've been lately trying to hold on to that just kind of wide-eyed wonderment um, and just keep shooting. Did photography happen for you before you became a graphic designer or something that came after? Uh, it was definitely before. I, I, was a, I was probably, my dad was my first camera when I was in grade, I think, or eighth grade. Um, I was on the yearbook staff and, like, we totally geeked out on it, but not in a fine art way. I was an illustrator, and I don't know, I just, I never kind of, it never really clicked for me in a certain way, pun not intended. Um, but, uh, but you know, being a visual guy and working on motion graphics, and um, I've done uh, directed music videos, and, you know, more and more as I progressed in life, you know, it became more a way of seeing. And so when I kind of stumbled across it uh, again in the last, like, eight years, 
it totally made sense and it's been something I've been kind of uh, already using in my work as a, as a way of seeing, but now it's great as a, a kind of an outlet for me that I haven't really explored much in life, whereas as a graphic designer, I've kind of been using my skills wherever I can get the chance. So, And uh, I, pure, I, I, I see your name a lot when it comes to exhibitions and, uh, you know, you're, you're constantly putting your work out into the world. How, how much a part, like, if you could break that down into a percentage of, like, the time you spend shooting and the time you spend promoting, which I think is really different today than it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago. We didn't obviously have the Internet, and so there was, I think the ratio was a little different. But you seem to be really successful at putting it out there. So do you really pick and choose what you're doing or do you sort of spread, spread the work out everywhere and hope that something sticks or do you, you say, okay, these are the three, three events that I want to be a part of? Well, I mean, I think it's, it's been a process for me. I mean, I mean, just being kind of indoctrinated into this kind of new photo community, you know, it's very exciting when you, you know, there's a lot of group shows and things you can submit to and so I've kind of followed an arc that I think is very natural progression of, you know, submitting some things here and there, and then, you know, and getting on, getting excited about it and doing more and more and more. But then now I've kind of become full circle where I'm not really doing that much. I mean, even though I put out a lot of personal projects, I've become a lot more choosy uh, about what I submit to. And I mean, there's a lot more contests and things. And so I'm, I'm kind of being more particular about where I spend my money and how I spend my time. But also, because I've had such a success with a lot of things, I've just checked off a lot of things. So now it's about being more precise. And even this year, I've actually gone, I feel like I've gone more underground. I feel like I just need to go produce some more work because I think I had a backlog of work initially. And also having such a diverse range of styles, I think helped me get it out on a, across a broader net because it's like, oh, I could submit to the film thing or I could submit to the book thing or I could submit to you know, a photo composite thing. So I have a lot of different looks and styles that could relate to a lot of different, you know, contests and shows. And so that, you know, that helped me. Um, but um, now these days I'm trying to be more precise with it and also um, not looking to win any popularity contests. I really just want to make, uh, you know, solid work. So right now, would you say that creating work is more important than promoting it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is definitely a second job for me and literally is a second job for me. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of it, actually, the greatest thing I got out of all those shows and things is just is that the community, meeting other photographers, meeting other people. So I was, I've been very, that's the greatest success I've had for that. And I think now that I have that, I, I feel like I can move on. I don't feel like I have to be in all these shows or do all these different things because I've kind of been there and done that. Um, I have a confession to make. I am now okay. I am now sporting an SX70 and Impossible film whenever I go out and do my shoots. Or, or wait, bite my style. <laughs> well, I, I can't say that it was a hundred percent Clay Clay uh, Lipsky. Right. It, it was someone <laughs> someone uh, Casey Baker actually gave me the camera and some film to get started. So she she got me hooked, and right. now now I'm hopelessly hooked. But um, uh, yeah, another. I think I actually first heard of you and first saw you through your publications. A couple of books you had done. You had done a book on out on the Salton Sea area, and that's. Uh, I think that's the first thing of yours that I saw. You produce a lot of publications and a pretty varied group of publications. How do those work? Um, what do those do for you that goes beyond the actual making of the of the photographs? Um, I, I think for me, it gives me. I think it gives me a sense of completion with a project because, you know, um, 
especially after being in group shows where you just have one photo here or maybe you actually have a show, a gallery show, and you can have, you know, eight to 12 pieces. You know, a book is such a different beast, but it's great that way because it's just, you get to tell the whole story. Or you may have an amalgamation of photos that individually, you know, they're okay, but it's the, it's the, the greater value of them together um, back to back that tells a, a better story or, or makes them have more worth. So I really enjoy this book as just a way to, you know, have a broader picture of, of a topic or a subject. or um, And also it's, it gives you that tangibility that is lacking these days, you know, um, of just printing stuff out. Because after a while, even, too, of just printing, you know, large format frame pieces, there's only so many things you can print and frame. And speaking to a guy that, you know, has done some gallery shows, you know, they'll most of those may come back home, you know, if you're not careful with it. And so, uh, but books are, you know, a great thing to share with people. And I think they're also more accessible to everyone as well. Whereas fine art might be a little out of people's price range, I think. Um, so I don't know, it wins on a lot of different levels for me. Um, and it's continually the thing I keep coming back to um, as I look at bodies of work um, together. And that, that's the ultimate combination for me as a book. Do you remember the first photographer or the first photographs that you saw that, that really inspired you, that got you thinking in the direction of, you know, maybe I'm going to pick up a camera myself? Um, I, I remember being captivated at a young age of, like, Jerry Oldsman and, you know, and his kind of dark room magic back in, and that was back, you know, in, I don't know, probably in the 80s or something like that, so there wasn't really any computer or digital stuff, so it was even more magical uh, for me back then, or... Um, uh, even there's a photo, the only uh, one, one of the few things I have in my house is a, a Philip, I think it's Philippe Houseman. Yeah. He has that photo of a Dolly Atomicus, where it's, uh, you know, it's like a freeze frame of Dolly, like painting is and everything is in flux, it's cats flying and water being tossed. And I think they actually really did all that, <laughs> you know? Um, so once again, it was kind of like the magic and mystery and wonder of photography. Those were the ones that I remember always kind of stuck with me. Um, what, what about what about books? Are there? I'm sitting here doing this interview. I'm sitting in my my quote library in my house. That sounds completely pretentious, but it's true. And I'm staring at about 350 different monographs. But is there anything? And I know I'm putting you on the spot with this because we we haven't talked about it. But is, are there any books that that were sort of your first first? Uh, the, I guess you could say kindling for your career. Not not. So much. <laughs> just flashed that question down. I, I, I really, I don't know. I, I, I was so fervent on. I was a film major initially, and so I was all about film. And then, you know, and then basically followed my, you know, true love, which at the time was uh, graphic design. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel so new to the world of photography that I'm still Where, learning in a. Where do you get your ideas from? I mean, what? How do you? How does a typical story come about? Uh, yeah, sometimes it's, like I said before, it's kind of like, you know, uh, experimenting, you know, with something or, I mean, it's interesting for, because I've taught myself photography, so I've had, you know, I'll just go out and shoot things and I'll start and I'll shoot the same subject even with like a variety of cameras over the years. And sometimes just things click. I mean, I, uh, I look at it like, oh, wow, I'm drawn to these kind of solitary things where I'm, I'm trying to take an inanimate object and kind of imbue it with a, you know, with a life of its own as a subject matter. Um, so I, you know, it, it comes around. I mean, it just, I, 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 that's why I think it's necessary just to keep creating. I think I, I don't really like 
to kind of go out. I mean, it's great to shoot with intent, but I like just to stumble across things naturally and just have, you know, a happenstance of like, oh, wow, this, this goes with that. Or when I shot a Polaroid of this thing, it seemed like a one frame movie. And it's like, well, what's the rest of that movie? Or what is the story here? Or, um, so I don't know. For me, it is just a pure uh, creative outlet. Um, do, and that's do, you, what I love about it. do you have a goal? I mean, is there a goal? Like back in the day when I started my career ahead, I wanted to be, you know, ex photographer and I wanted to work for ex publications. Do you have a goal like that? Or is this something that's just a part of your life and fluid and it's going to be there forever? Yeah, I think it is. I, I, mean, I, I think it's a, it's a photography. I realize, I mean, I've always had a camera with me, even you know, when I was pursuing just in graphic design as a career. You know, I realize I've always had a camera. I mean, I've always been shooting, but I didn't really know what to do with it. I think uh, lately it, it's been a, a nice kicking ass to, uh, like, have this, you know, fine art world to explore. And it's helping me just, you know, grow as, a, as an artist, you know, um, and especially to think critically about work and make concise bodies words that have a point of view that relate that's a lot different than just taking pretty pictures or even just taking night photos if you want a trip and stuff like that. So it's causing me to, you know, not just be uh, a happy snapper. Uh, I, I think it, 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 I don't know, it's something that I'm definitely going to keep doing. But, uh, I mean, ultimately, I mean, uh, you, you do, I mean, I would love to get you know, more books maybe published by, you know, big publishers. And, you know, um, I've had a couple of shows, but, you know, that would always be great to do some more. Um, but for me, I just yeah, you know, I just want to keep cranking out the work. I'm not, I don't really enjoy the marketing aspect or the game of it because uh, for me, it's about creating work. And but unfortunately, I create a lot of work, so I, I want I need I need to get it out and then move on to the next thing. So. Well, I appreciate you taking time to talk with us. I know um, this came about at the last second and uh, hijacked you on the way home from work. But I really appreciate you stopping in and uh, and sharing your thoughts with us. Oh, thanks for thanks for having me, Matt. I, I I appreciate what you do, and I actually I admire your book wizardry of yourself. You really take it to the next level with the handmade books and everything that you do. So that's actually inspiring to me because it actually gives me, you know, reminds me of where to where I can go with it and how there really there is no end uh, to it. So wow, well, thanks. That's um, that's very kind of you. I I kind of most of the time when I'm making work, whether it's writing something or or photographing, I'm always amazed that anyone else would have any interest in it. So it's nice to uh, it's nice to hear that. I appreciate it. Oh man, uh, it's all good. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks, man.